1: Break it down, break it down for a trip with some money. eh yeah. she gon' break it down for the huncher. Huncho, one call she pull up pronto. she do what I say so. Ooh. Drip till her tiptoe. Drip, drip. I got on payroll. Hey. Shout out to five fuego. Five. Five. Big stick, taller leg, Now bust it down, it on the kid,
0: here aka dreams and i would like to welcome you to mine which i call the notorious mass effect podcast i'm your hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of r&b mixed in for episode 42 we're going to be getting into ddg die for respect quavo and sweetie black panther marvel avengers and justice bieber justice But before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Also, make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that we got the intro out of the way, let's switch it up and get into DDG, Die for a Respect. okay now with this current artist is what people are calling him nowadays it's very interesting because he used to be or he may still be i don't really keep up with him like that but i believe he's still a youtube personality turned rapper but now it's more he's getting more respect on the rapper side of entertainment because of his ability to put tracks together that are not that bad to be honest like he's probably one of those that at first you listen to and like oh this is this is just a youtuber rapping and then you end up saying this guy can really rap like he can really make music now i'm not saying he's a lyricist or anything i'm just saying that the tracks that he's putting together doesn't sound like it sounds like he's been rapping for a little bit like it doesn't sound like he just put this together just to capitalize off him having a huge youtube fan base now for those that don't know what i'm talking about i'm talking about ddg just dropped the album a new project with og parker called die for respect and the features on this would surprise you as he used to have that youtube rapper type label like plastered onto him because of what i just spoke on but now he's getting features like uh NBA Youngboy 42 Doug PNB Rock Lil Yachty and he had OG Parker produce the whole album which my opinion on one producer type albums is that the producer has to be like like amazing to actually produce your your entire album because at some point When a producer, which I don't know how this producer puts tracks and albums together. But at some point, you want to switch it up a little bit. Like you want to have a little different. You don't want the same drum kit, the same 808s on your project throughout the whole. It's not a long project, in my opinion. I think it's over an hour, but uh, maybe like 46 minutes. Anyways, it's not a long project at all. And to keep it fresh and new i like to switch up to producers but have him on most of the tracks so with this with him producing every single track on this album for me since ddg is kind of getting into the rapper field and not really a veteran i think it makes more sense for him to do it than other notable rappers because it's like okay i'm i'm rapping along with the respected producer in the game so take me seriously which his debut album i believe was actually called take me seriously (laughs) so it's kind of funny how it works out but the new project in my opinion is is pretty fire like listen to it i went into it not having any expectations which i think that helps for any album not having expectations i mean just look at playboy cardi's album that was the opposite of not having any expectation and had all the hype in the world and see how that turned out. So I think with this album, it really delivered for me because I wasn't really expecting much and what I got was more than I was expecting to be, just to be frank. So with the actual track list, that's what we're going to get into in a second. But we're going to get into what he thought about the project at first since he put it together. And DDG, DDG was saying that it took a couple years to narrow down the tracks to put on this album because apparently him and OG Parker just was making a bunch of music over the last two years and they were just sitting down just making a lot of songs and he was saying that a lot of songs didn't even make the project but Moonwalking in Calabasas is the one that blew up which told, like, told his label that it was time like it was time for him to put out an album since he finally caught one and I think he put Blueface on the remix, which I'm just gonna, yeah, I don't, I don't know why he, anyways, um, so the song eclipsed 150 million global streams and 38 million st- uh, views on YouTube, which I said, like, he's a pretty, he has a pretty huge fan base on, on YouTube, and, but that doesn't always translate to rapping. Like, the YouTubers think because they have a lot of subscribers that they, they, they can start rapping and... They would just go over from that platform to Spotify, iTunes, and well, etc. It doesn't doesn't always work like that. Usually, for when I'm being told about rollouts and how artists put together rollouts, it takes a budget. It takes. It really takes a label. Like if you want any type of major playlisting, it only if you're not Drake. I don't know what that was. I don't know if y'all heard that, but anyways, Uh, (laughs) if you're not Drake, you're not just getting playlisted just because they like you. Like You have to put the work in. You have to go to certain interviews, talk to certain people, and just build relationships. And you kind of need a label to put that all together because even though if you pay a lot of attention to the rapper industry, you still still may not know the the exact people to talk to because sometimes it can be kind of confusing on who's hot and who's not as far as the the broadcasting wave goes because it it comes and goes really like there's not too many breakfast clubs that just last for years or not even years just last for decades so with DDG and his album he was saying there was a lot of songs and it was a lot of songs that didn't make it but he just really wanted to show his versatility and everything that was different about him getting into the actual track list starting from the okay so this is an 11 track album it doesn't have the time on here i don't think the time is too much like i think this is like a 40 minute to hour type project and i i put the whole project on my like playlist like i really like this i really like this album to be honest and i think it's because of my low expectations but that's not to discredit the album that's just to say like we have to put more respect on DGG, DDG's name because it's he's producing, really. Like, he's actually producing. So, this album's about 34 minutes, so I was way off about the hour. This is 34 minutes, 11 songs. Track number one starts off strong with the Young Boy feature, which not too many people can just get, like, out of the blue. So, I'ma play the snippet from, as always... I, I think y'all know how the album reviews go by now. I'm going to pick three songs to play snippets from and just my personal favorites. And so for this one, Hood Melody featuring Youngboy, Never Broke Again. I'm going to play Youngboy's verse. And don't worry, we're definitely going to get into DDG's verse. verse. I just want to show how Youngboy came on a rapper who was used to be labeled a YouTube rapper, but he got a feature from NBA Youngboy. So let's, I'm going to play that now for y'all to hear so you can see. How he kind of like he, he kind of tried to flow, you know. He, young boy doesn't really like sometimes. Young boy, you, you could tell he mailed the verse in with this one. I feel like he tried, like he gave it not his all, but he, he definitely tried. Like it, it didn't feel like no mail in, mailed in type verse. So here's Hood Melody featuring NBA Young Boy, and here's NBA Young Boy's verse right now. Came from the dirt
1: Got it on lock, you don't wanna get murked If somebody drop me, I'ma put them on a the shirt I know they're watching emotions, drink straight out the But Protecting myself in the church I done came all this yes, way I just hey. strong from that pain and that hurt Come around when they see me now Know they just won't see me down Came in, she was loving me back She got her back, don't want be with me now You ain't right, not serious, all in your eyes Tell no lie, yeah, I ain't making home, then the sun go down In the matter of some seconds, then you call my phone And my past be the reason I ain't never slowing down Messing mind how to put another In the car alone, with someone. something Roll it to a little chick for the sound. Ain't no ticket, I've been standing on beat. Got it jumping out the kitchen, I'm in candy, smoking out the palm Slash women, got a thread in the glitz I ain't know I'm sick, but gon' need another By the mom, keep my finger clean, got b rolls on my stomp They step on the all of my youngins is losing their life because they don't know it's life that it's not such a trap. People be telling us if we don't dribble the ball, then maybe he probably can rap. He was...
0: But as you heard, NBA Youngboy definitely didn't take this for, take for granted because he can get any... Like, he can make music with any artist, but he's not taking his status for granted as he still takes the time out to basically feature on tracks that he likes, so... You saw this here and I'm pretty sure he like the DDG's label cut a huge check. Like I don't think YoungBoy was just like, yeah, I'll just do it for free. Like I'm pretty sure they cut a huge check for him. But nevertheless, the check doesn't really matter for a artist like YoungBoy. It still has to make sense quality-wise. So, yeah, that's what I thought about that track. Now getting into so we're going to switch it up. I'm trying to pull up the track list. Y'all got to bear with me. <laughs> so, okay, I'm back. So track number two, Treat Me Right. I thought this track was solid. It was a nice solo effort from um DDG. As Most of these tracks have features on them. Um, but I don't really think that's a bad thing because he came kind of... He, his verses was solid and, and definitely stacked up. Like, his hood melody verse, I think it stacked up with NBA Young Boys. Like, it wasn't just a huge drop-off from Young Boy to... DDG so get and then getting into track number three now this is the one track that I think he beat beat out the feature by a mile like not to like disrespect Lil Yachty even though that may be I feel like every time somebody says no disrespect it's so much disrespect that comes after that statement like no disrespect but Lil Yachty's really trash like it just feels like that's always how it happens like you say no disrespect and then the trash happens after like but I'm not trying to say Lil Yachty's trash. What I'm trying to say is that DDG, DDG in my opinion, kind of outperformed Lil Yachty on this track. I'm not gonna say he washed him because that's the word that rappers really don't like. But DDG came on this track and really, it made it to the point, you know how sometimes when Drake comes out with a feature or if a guy comes out featuring Drake, you kind of skip to Drake's verse sometimes. Like this made me skip from DDG's first verse to his second verse and yeah. Feel like that was all type of disrespect to lil Yachty, but I really didn't mean it. It's, it's all coming from a from a uh, honest place. <laughs> so yeah, uh, let me play DDG's feature, well not feature, his verse, and but we're probably gonna cut it off before it gets a little Yachty. But anyways, um rule number one, uh, rule number one, featuring lil Yachty. Here it is right now.
1: OJ Parker. Your all these b- be feeding to get with us I'ma pull up with Yachty to pick him up She gon' run me some top in this Billy truck Come on, baby, get dressed, put your b- up She wanna wrap me all night, baby, giddy up I just bought me a Cuban for 50 bucks I was down on my d***, they ain't pick me up But as soon as I'm rich, they gon' hit me up If this lil' b**** is not thick, she can't get me up I do not wanna hit, baby, me up Your new boyfriend, a b- she can't beat me up Gang. Gang We're number one if you live in the hood When you get rich, gotta move out the hood I'm superstitious, I'm knocking on wood Pray for my d*** I hope that they are good I'm in the years I'm doing the dance This kind of feature Just pay me in cash Get to the money I'm getting it fast Money come first And these bitches come last I'm in Atlanta I don't got no mask I cannot f she don't got no Cash in my pocket It's making me sad. Out of my body I'm smoking that gas Rich like I'm Roddy I get off of Molly I'm speeding down Holly I'm going too fast Fired out of She had like Tamali This getting naughty She calling me dad
0: Stop. Yeah That I think that verse Is pretty fire And the way that DDG kind of floated on that beat and coming in and out of the pockets and just catching the beat. Letting it build for a little bit and then coming in with the hook into the verse. I don't think there was a bridge. But the whole whole track to me is fire. I just think DDG's verse stands out way more than Yachty's verse. So yeah, getting into track. What track are we on now? Track number four. Impatient In, featuring Corey LaRae now I don't know too much about Corey but I heard that she's a really good artist which let me make sure okay yeah I heard that she's a really good artist so I don't have too much to say about that uh, track number 5 Get What You Want featuring PNB Rock I thought that track was fire track number 6 Way You Talk I think, I think that track was solid and then we get to track number 7 Akuna Matata now I thought this was like a Lion King, um, you know how you you leave tracks off a of, of, off a soundtrack. Like I thought this was one of those that this was the B side to Lion King soundtrack. Like maybe Beyonce kind of heard this song and kind of like threw it to the wayside, and she was like, no, maybe maybe you can put down your little project, but now on the soundtrack. So that's what I thought it was at first. But in all honesty, this track is one of my favorites off of the album, and the feature. I have no idea who that is but ddg's verse i think was more than like great like it was like ama- well it was amazing but like basically when you go into something with low expectations like i'm gonna keep saying this it, it makes everything better like not having high expectations and then like it would be more depressing if you have high expectations and don't like and then the artist doesn't achieve it you know what i mean I'm talking about Playboy Cardi, but anyways um Let's get Let's get into my I think this is the third feature. I, yeah, this is the third third snippet I wanted to play off of the album. Even though I think this whole album is solid and any of these songs I really could have picked, but these are the three I wanted to actually play snippets of, so we're going to play a lot of Akuna Matata because I really like this track and I thought it was a standout on the album. Maybe the best song in my opinion. So here we go. Akuna Matata featuring Tyla. Yeah, but I, I don't even know how to say that. I'm I'm sorry. Anyways, Akuna Matata, DDG.
1: Back in the day, I was broke with no dollar. Now I got Gucci all over my collar. I do this shit for my Mama, my brother, my papa, my sister, I got you. Sharp as a needle, I'm really a scholar. I can be evil, so don't even bother. I'm not with the drama, got too many commas, not worry about not a my title. Back in the day I was broke with no dollar. Now I got Gucci all over my collar. I do this for my Mama, my brother, my papa, my sister, I got you. Sharp as a needle, I'm really a scholar. I can be evil, so don't even bother. I'm not with the drama, got too many commas, not worry about not a my title. I put the smoke from no in my body, so i am up some. I feel amazing, can't nobody stop me My business is jumping like it's on the ollie Trying to explain it, but nobody get me Leaving my homies, then they coming with me I give all this service, but nobody tip me They use me and move on as soon as I'm empty I can't count a penny, a dollar, a Benji. I swiped for some thousand, my wallet got plenty Don't ask me for any, I'm sorry, I'm stingy I was just waiting for the... Beginning, they say I'm changing. I never agree, even with means. I'm still the DT from the Pontiac streets. Bought a matchup for me, They're asking for me. Why they asking for me? Cuz I'm actually rich and I'm having it factually. Ain't gonna help, did it manually. Means and means come annually. I'm stacking the paper up gradually. What the f- is a little band of me? I got a hundred cake randomly. If he hating, he a fan of me. Back in the day, I was broke with no dollar. Now I got Gucci all over my collar. I do this sh- for my mama my brother
0: my papa my sister i got you. so yeah i think that's the best track off his album honestly and i'm just sad it was left off the lion king soundtrack so yeah but anyways uh that's all i really wanted to talk about with ddg's album die for respect click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of ddg as a rapper and his progression from being a YouTube sensation? To being a rap star. So, yeah. Now we're going to switch it up and get into the much anticipated topic Quavo and Sweetie. Okay. Now, before I say anything, I just want to say that the women that. Countered the she's for the streets with he's for the highway. That's just brilliant. Honestly. Getting into the topic. <laughs> we're going to talk about something that took over the Internet. What, what do they say? Took the Internet by storm. And um, we're going it, to it's 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 a rough day for for the fellas out here because another one of our soldiers have fallen. And This one soldier is called Quavius aka known as one of the one-third of the member of the Migos um, Yeah, so apparently him and Sweetie which I remember I put out a sweetie and doja cat um, Segment and that one did really well like that really performed I don't know if it was because of the picture or because of the actual music But anyways, um Quavius And sweetie is no longer together they announced a breakup. Well, sweetie really announced a breakup through an interview, but we're gonna get to that in a second. Through the we're gonna get into the overall thing of it first, and then we're gonna get into more of the details. But so sweetie came out on Twitter and, and tweeted. I emotionally checked out. This is like quote, so like this ain't me like paraphrasing. This is the actual quote. Sweetie took to Twitter and said, quote, I emotionally checked out a long time ago and have walked away. With a deep sense of peace and freedom Excited for this new chapter of elevation That's what she said That's what the queen said And This is coming off the heels of her having The best friend track with Doja Cat Which I think is fire by the way That track is really fire The beat, the the performance by both of them Everything But anyways we're not getting into that Getting into the actual the, The meat and potatoes she, she tweeted another quote because apparently the first quote wasn't direct enough. So she came out like, um, she came out with this quote saying, I'm single, period. That was it. That, I mean, that wasn't it, the end of the quote, but that was the, it wasn't a full sentence, but she put a period just to let you know that that, that whole statement meant, meant a lot. Like it held a lot in that little, that I'm single held a lot of weight. That she had to put a single period that it wasn't really a sentence. Anyways, um, and then after that, she said, I've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. Presence don't band-aid scars. And the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women. Oh, the end of the quote, and then after that, she came. With, <laughs> she came with another. <laughs> she came with another quote. Apparently, that last quote wasn't enough, so she came with another tweet. She tweeted out again. Quote: I emotionally. Wait, hold on. Did I already read that one? Oh, okay. I already read that one. My bad. So yeah, that was it. That was the two quotes. And then a few hours later. Because of the hurt and pain that those two quotes did to him and his soul, and just seeing that for a public consumption, Quavius came out himself a few hours later, whose real name is Quavius Peate Marshall, which I probably messed that all the way up. Anyways, he came out a few hours later to debunk these rumors and these. This this nonsense that's been been, and lies that's been spreaded and put on his name. So he tweeted, quote, this is Quavius. Quavius. okay, quote, I know you want to make this into a show, so I'll play my part just this one time. I don't normally put my business out there, especially my personal life. I feel the need to address this so there are no false narratives quote now i don't know who he was talking about in this quote but if i had to guess like if if it was like a million dollars on the line and it was like you have to name the person that he's talking about the answer i would go with would probably be sweetie like i don't know any other person that he would probably be talking about y'all would have to let me know in the comment section or not the comment this is not youtube linktree um podcasts social medias Anyways, we're getting to the story. I, I'm not plugging anything right now. Quavo continued expressing his disappointment. He came with another another tweet just minutes after, saying, quote, I had love for you. I'm disappointed you did all that. Period. You are not the woman I thought you were. Period. I wish you nothing but the best. End quote. Then he ended because of the the sincereness of this quote and tweet that he put out he ended it he ended the statement with the prayer hands emoji emoji obviously he's praying for whoever he's talking about in this tweet it's kind of it, it, it's like like he really didn't have to put that prayer hands emoji but just to let the person whoever he's talking about know that he's like there for her and that he, he just wishes nothing but the best he put the prayer hands emoji so he could so she can know it's real anyways sweetie apparently just like me assumed that that tweet was about her I don't know why she was should I don't know why she would assume that I mean there's no reason why that tweet would be about her at all and she quoted it with the famous probably the best Drake album of all time she said, she quoted his tweet put above it, take care. Now for all my soldiers out there, just watching this debacle, if that's the right word, and just watching this go down and, and for the public consumption, just know that tomorrow is a new day and you got to do whatever makes you happy. Now for the for the people who are on Sweetie's side, because I haven't chosen a side. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm just giving you the information. I'm giving you, I'm giving it to you how I received it. Sweetie uh, and Quavo have apparently unfollowed each other on both of the social medias. Sweetie unfollowed Quavo first. And Quavo, unfortunately, and probably with great sadness in his heart, did the same. Now, getting into the reason for this, the whole... So, that was a whole, like, public show about them breaking up and all that. It was great publicity, honestly. And I think this is real, because... There was no music that was put out the day after. Like, no type of track, no nothing. Like, I thought this was some type of fake rollout plan. I was like, whoa, these two are genius. Like, unfollow each other, pull the little offset, and Cardi B, I'm leaving. Then come back just to put out a, a song called Clout, which is very I- ironic. But, Sweetie and Quavo seem to be serious about this breakup. As the reason for this coming, coming to a head is because... Before this, Sweetie did an interview with her ex-boyfriend and some other guy called Justin from, I don't know if it's a podcast or a show called Respectfully. And they talked about it a lot, but they was also having a couple of adult drinks and they was getting into Sweetie's personal life a little bit. And Sweetie was a little, not uncomfortable, but she awkwardly like sidestepped all of these questions and one of the weird questions was that okay we're not gonna get into that part. we're still trying to keep this podcast pg we can't talk about everything that went on in this in this uh show because they was talking about some explicit stuff but anyways let's get into something we can talk about sweetie revealed that she's always been the, the faithful one in the relationship always like never ever was a question that she wasn't faithful and then Justin, I guess the host of the show, asked Sean Combs if he likes cancers, which Sweetie is a cancer, just to put the dots together for you. And Sweetie responded quickly, interjecting, saying that I think we need to take a shot. Because it was a group of people, it wasn't just those three. It was a, she had her friends with him. Uh, Justin had his friends, you know, all the, it was an entourage. And so they all took a shot. Completely sidestepping the question at all. Justin Combs was, his, his, was her ex before she dated Quavo. So she dated Justin Combs for like 2016, 2017. And then Sweetie was like on a hiatus or something like that and then got with Quavo. But the internet had so much fun with this as they took from this as Justin Combs was just being super thirsty for his Sweetie. And Sweetie was just flexing on him the whole time Talking about how she's taking care of herself So, yeah That was uh, that was pretty interesting to see And that's kind of where everything came to a head um, Sweetie also talked about Kind of hinted at Quavo Not hinted, she, she tweeted Well, in the interview, she hinted at it If you want to look up the, the show I'm talking about It's Sweetie Respectfully interview and i'm pretty sure it would pop up i don't think i'm pretty sure it's a i don't know if it's a podcast or a show so i would just type in sweetie respectfully interview and then you'll probably it'll probably pop up on youtube but anyways i I didn't watch it i couldn't watch that toxicity because that's just something that shouldn't I, i don't know that's i feel like if you watch that already knowing the outcome of the tweets then it's just like you're just looking to be you know how Misery loves company? You're like, oh, I love how these two are miserable. So let me watch this this is show or just to see what he's putting that guy, uh, Quavius, through. Because I, I just love it. Like, I'm not one of those. I just get the facts and I give it back to the people. So as far as the actual show, I don't think that he did anything too crazy. I mean, it's not like she came out and said, like, hey, Quavo or stuff like that. She basically just said that Quavo... And she didn't even say he cheated on. She said she said cheated in a way that it was uh you had to put the dots together. Like you had to figure out what she was saying. So, it wasn't exactly like full blast like name calling all that because so if they get together and they come back to these tweets, they won't know who 2 years, 3 years from now if they get back together. Looking back, back at these tweets, they won't know who they're talking about because they didn't name drop. But the people who who are in the moment right now will always for, forever remember this moment that Sweetie and Quavo broke up. My take on Quavius, I know how they talk about how the like, summer comes and everybody becomes single. And that's a real thing. But with Quavius, it's like he could do the same thing that Sweetie does. And the, the Sweetie dynamics of it because i don't like to get in relationships too much but i really don't think this is too heavy like i think they'll end up getting back together and this is just something that they got to go through but when they say like the hot girl summer there's really no hot boy summer because it's like they all automatically think like all men are like dogs so it's just like if sweetie goes out and does hot girl summer then she's just living her best life and if a guy does it it's like in the summer it's like wow like you really just out here disrespecting women like you know what i mean it's kind of weird but with the whole quavo and then sweetie thing it, it, i don't think it's too serious i personally think they'll get back together and i know that's kind of a hot take because in the heat of everything you probably think that they're gonna just never speak to each other again but what it seems like is what i mean if, if beyonce could take that from jay-z then Sweetie can take that from Quavo Like come on, like, I mean it's not like It's not Like you, you don't know The entire situation You don't know how it's going And I don't know This is why I don't talk about Relationships on my podcast But anyways <laughs> Anyways That yeah That's That's where I'm in All I'm gonna say is They're both Financially well And they'll figure it out Hopefully But yeah That's all I had to talk about With the Quavo and Sweetie situation I know that was a much Anticipated topic Because a lot of people I had no idea what was going on. Hopefully I explained it right and hopefully I gave you insight into what the actual um situation is. So yeah, click my link tree in my bio, let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of sweetie not putting up with Quavo's infidelity? I know that's like a that's like a serious like that's like a anyways, answer the question cuz that's the that's all the only question I have. So yeah, click my link tree. Uh, uh, click my link tree in my bio. That's just on one of my social medias. And yeah, answer the question. Oh yeah. We're gonna switch it up now and get into Marvel Avengers. Okay, getting into Marvel Avengers. Now this is something that I didn't really Understand at first, cause I thought this game was dead to be honest, but apparently it's not. As Marvel Avengers is coming out with the Black Panther expansion, aka a Wakanda expansion, and they pushed it back due to the due to the passing of actor Chadwick Boseman, cause for those that don't know, Black Panther was supposed to be the first character released for Marvel Avengers before Hawkeye and or any of them. So thought it was gonna be Hawkeye and it became Hawkeye because you know the Chadwick Boseman situation but now Black Panther is is here and has been revealed in a Black Black Panther War for Wakanda trailer and apparently these are like side missions well not side missions this is gonna be a, a real expansion that you can play if you own the entire game which I haven't played Marvel Avengers since I beat the game because that was one of the worst running games I've ever played and I'm I ne- am i didn't play the cyberpunk when it first came out But I'm pretty sure it would give even that Even cyberbug 2077 A run for its money So yeah um, The expansion was pretty The details was pretty brief And it didn't really talk about too much All it was saying was It was a leader of AIM Going for Wakanda um, Led by Black Panther villain Claw So it was supposed to be a full scale Invasion of Wakanda and we're going to be able to play it on Marvel Avengers. So I think that's something to look forward to. I don't think that's anything to, to just be like, oh, and just keep going. Like Marvel Avengers is trying its best to pick up whatever's left of this game. Because I really don't know who's still playing this. The the format, the rollout they try to do, they try to push this into a multiplayer type game and just completely mess up the mechanics because of the way it's hard to level up and it's just not enjoyable and it's it makes you it, it tries to make you grind but it doesn't make the grind fun if that makes sense so yeah the the black panther expansion is coming sometime this fall they didn't give an exact release date all i know is that the ps5 version is out and the xbox series x version is out along with kate bishop which is hawkeye's daughter and hawkeye who is uh now has a Uh, futuristic expansion where you fight maestro maestro the insane hulk to stop a pending kree apocalypse which that's another thing i didn't like about marvel avengers i'm not getting back into my marvel avengers rant because i talked about it if you look up marvel avengers mass effect it should pop, pop up but i already talked about it and i don't really like There was no villains in Marvel Avengers. You fought Abomination and Taskmaster, and that was it. And then the rest was a bunch of robots and the Sentinel at the end. Like, if you make it's like having Ultimate Alliance and not having any popular villains, just having two, and then that's it. And then fighting a bunch of robots and different uh, antagonists just in robots. Like, it's just not fun. Like they had MODOK, but MODOK was in a robot too, I believe. Anyways. The game's just not good at all. So hopefully they pick it up with this these expansions. And hopefully they put a real villain in the game with Black Panther. Which I'm pretty sure they won't. They'll probably end up putting Claw in like a robot too. Um, but anyways, hopefully Black Panther plays well. That's all I really have to say about that. So yeah, it's really not a huge deep dive. Whenever I talk about Marvel Avengers, I get upset because I'm a huge Marvels fan. Marvel fan. And what Square Enix has done with the Avengers roster. Imagine having an Avengers roster saying you can make anything you want. Just make it profitable and making this game. And that's all I have. So yeah, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. Uh, What do you think of Marvel Avengers Wakanda expansion? And is it too soon for anything Black Panther related? Let me know that and we're going to switch it up and get into Justin Bieber's new album. Okay, ending with the Biebs, ending with the guy who said baby 30 million times and went platinum. Ending with the guy who, honestly, is one of the most talented people in the industry. Justin Bieber dropped the album. I don't know, this is like his 30th album. I don't know, whatever. But, it, it like, Justin Bieber's been around for for decades and not to like discredit him because i'm a huge like well let me let's just say i like justin bieber's music because i know if you say that like the whole huge fan stuff the hip-hop card goes out the window anyways so i feel like justin bieber's really talented his album is is, well let me not get I'm, i'm jumping way way ahead but anyways so justin bieber now 27 has put out a new album coming back from his album changes and he puts out a new he put he just put out an album called justice and justice is how long is justice we're gonna find out this is a whole track list of, of Justin's just going to jail and yeah we're not trying to see all that so let's put this right here with Justin Bieber Justin Bieber's Justice album was uh, 16 uh, 16 tracks long with only one explicit song and it's 45 minutes so not a long album definitely not a short album just right that's kind of what the label wants and the exact 45 minutes album uh the exact 45 minutes type Mark that you have to pass for it to be considered an actual project is pretty um interesting. As he exactly had 45 minutes, like it wasn't too long, wasn't too short. Like it's just really pop to put it an album at exactly 45 minutes. Because if you look up what's the best time for an album, um, to, like what how long what's the runtime for an album and how long should an album be, it will basically give you 45 minutes. Like that's a, it's around that. Forty to fifty minutes. That's a, that's how long the album should be. Uh, uh Like comparing like the analytics. Like the people, the people like for you to put out deluxes and, and things like that. But that comes after. Like you can put out forty five minutes, forty five minute body of work, and then put out a forty five minute body of work that's a deluxe, and people will receive it both the same. So that's the whole analytics side of it for those that was wondering. But anyways, getting into the track list, starting with track number one, it said too, uh, track number one is too much. I think that track was fire. Um, And then track number two, Deserve You, I think that, I think the track was okay. And I mean, it's not, re- okay, so for this album, I don't really have too much of a deep dive as I like the whole project and I have, I do my whole thing with the snippet, the three songs, the three tracks and I play the snippets, but the rest of these tracks are not trash, but I just don't have a lot to say about them. So, track number three, As I Am uh, featuring Khalid, Khalid, it didn't really do too much for me. And then we get into track number four, and this one I thought the album really took off. So, track number four called Off My Face. This was my first time hearing it on the actual project. Um, I thought this was pretty, like, the, the way that he was singing on this track, I thought was pretty impressive. and that's why it stood out to me and i think it's still even listening to the project multiple times i think this is still the standout on the album and definitely one of the snippets i wanted to play so here is off my face by justin bieber right now
2: one touch and you got me stoned Higher than I've ever known You call the shots and I follow Sunrise but the night's still young No words but we speak in tongues If you let me I might say too much Your touch blurred my vision It's your world and I'm just in it even sober I'm not thinking straight Cause I'm off my face in love with you i'm out my head so into you and i don't know how you do it but i'm forever ruined by you
0: yeah that was off my face by justin bieber i thought that was a great performance like as far as like vocally and I could see that going crazy in the performance, like him just singing to the crowd. I think most of the crowd is just like women. So I've never been to a Justin Bieber concert, but I've seen like videos and you know, how you just see different, sometimes you look up different performances by artists just to see if the, the voice is real, like to see if they can do the same thing in live a performance. And yeah, safe to say Justin Bieber is that dude, like he's one of those type of artists. So I think that would be a great performance type uh, or great studio um, what am I trying to say? I think that would be a great performance that he would put on in front of us in the stadium. Anyways, getting to track number 5 Holy. I could have did Holy without Chance the Rapper (laughs) and that's all I have. Track number 6 Unstable featuring Kid Kid uh, LaRoy Kid LaRoy I think it's under like G Herbo which is why G Herbo just stopped is it G Herbo or somebody else? Herbo or I think it may be somebody else. No, no, it's, um... Why can't I think of his name? Something Bibby, right? Lil' Bibby? No, it's definitely not Lil' Bibby. Anyways, I think I'm thinking about past basketball player. But, um... The Killer Roy is under another artist, which it doesn't really matter at this point. Unstable is a weird collab for Justin Bieber. Like... The Justin Bieber, The Killer Roy Like it kind of makes sense But at the same time I really just feel like they collab Because they're both white So <laughs> yeah And then right after it Of two guys collabing Because they're white You get the MLK interlude Which a lot of people Was giving a flack for Which I mean hey You put MLK interlude On your album And you're white It's kind of like I don't know You would think you're using Your platform for good But I guess people didn't want it Uh they didn't want you to do that But Anyways It's probably because he harmonized the N-word, which I definitely can't say how he harmonized it because this is a PG podcast. But let's just say that he didn't use... He used the ER and he harmonized it. So if you want to look that up, you can. But as far as this podcast, we're going to move on. Track number eight, Die For You featuring Dominique Fike. I thought that track was solid. It was okay. It wasn't too crazy. And then track number nine, Hold On. Now, I think okay this is not the best song on the on the trip on the album but this is one of my favorite tracks and obviously it's one of my favorites as i this is the second standout to me on the album and i'm gonna play a snippet of it and i just like the the pop i, I like the chorus really i really like the chorus and how he came in on the chorus and just how catchy it is so yeah we're gonna play it now this is hold on by justin bieber and funnel it into your investment portfolio that's tailor-made for you. There are no deposit or account minimums to maintain, no commission fees, and no penalties when withdrawing funds. Download the Acorns app on your mobile app store to start turning your spare change into generational wealth today. Yeah, there was a burst, not this one. That came after the hook, but it was a second verse. I wonder if I okay. I may just do something I never do before and just play in and then come back out of it. Hold up. I
2: think it's right here.
0: The way he came in on the second verse, I think it was just fire. So like coming from the chorus into the second verse that transition was just amazing in my opinion which is why this is which is why I hold out a hold on is is one of my favorites from this justice album so yeah getting into the rest of the track list where are we at track number 10 somebody i think was solid i think track number 10 and 11 was pretty solid really i just want to get to track number 12 peaches featuring daniel caesar and Giveon. now this is my favorite track on the album like, honestly, just beginning to end the different voices that come on the track and the way that they play off the chorus it is just kind of fire. Like, it, it wasn't too much. Like, it's not like the, they repeat the chorus or anything, but how the the vocal inflections of these three artists are totally different. And and it works for some reason. So Peaches, I think, was a great track. And I don't really think another track on here comes close to peaches and i think is i think even justin bieber thought that because he repeated the chorus in this track like 40 million times so i think even he knew that this was fire so we're gonna get into peaches and i'm gonna play i'm basically gonna play this like entire actually what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna get through the rest of this because yeah and i'm i'm gonna end my justin bieber segment with peaches so getting into track number 13 Love You Different featuring Beam. I thought that was a pretty good track. Um, I have no idea who Beam is, but I'm pretty sure that Justin Bieber. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know who Beam is. I don't know who, like, who, who is that? <laughs> Anyways, track number 14, Love By You featuring Burner Boy. Now, I definitely know who Burner Boy is, and already, I didn't even, it may be kind of biased, but I already put this track on my playlist because whenever Burna Boy is on a track as a feature, like he's just gonna go crazy. Like the thing I always go back to is just that feature with Pop Smoke and, what was that feature called? It it was Pop Smoke and Burna Boy. I think it was like Love Yourself or something like that. Enjoy, it was Enjoy Yourself. That track is still in my rotation and Burner boy really delivered one of his best verses i think ever like in his like not ever but like in his discography that was one of his best verses or features but yeah track number 15 Any- anyone i thought that track was fire the message was pretty clear and this whole album was fire but you know i had to pick out some that i really enjoyed the most and track number 16 lonely by justin bieber and benny blanco i thought was a great send off to the album so, yeah, that's what I thought of the Justin Bieber Justice album. And now I'm going to play the Peaches featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon track. And I'm going to end with that. So while this track is playing, let me know. Uh, click my link to in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of the album? And what is your favorite track off Justin Bieber? Peach uh, Not the just Peaches. Justin Bieber um, Justice. And here is Peaches now
2: I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh yeah. I get my way from California. That's that. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. I get my life right from the source, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I see your skin I yeah. wanna wrap my arms around you, baby, never let you go And I see oh, there's nothing like your touch It's the way you lift me up Yeah, and I'll be right here with you too. the end I got my time. peaches out in Georgia, oh yeah I get my weed from California, that's that I took my chick up to the north, yeah I get my light right from the source, yeah Yeah, that's it
1: You enjoy sure yeah. For you, all I could want, all I could wish for. Nights alone that we miss more. The days we save as souvenirs. There's no time, I wanna make more time. And give you my whole life. I left my girl, I'm in my orchard.
2: Hate to leave a college one
1: shot.
2: I get
0: my weed from california that's that i took my chick up to the north yeah. yeah getting into the overview of the pod we started with ddg die for respect and that album to me was very solid i had low expectations but ddg delivered something that i think took him out of the he's just a youtube rapper into the okay he can actually rap phase of his career so I think he definitely needed this album and it was a great performance by him then we moved on to Quavo and Sweetie and we got into that whole debacle and how they just made a whole spectacle on on the internet for for like the public consumption just seeing their like seeing Quavia's demise is just heartbreaking like another fallen soldier to the streets or as the women would say the highway then we got to Black Panther Marvel's Avengers. Um, not really too much hope for Marvel. I really talked about this because of Black Panther. And I just feel like Marvel Avengers needs to get it together. And until they show me that they have, until the reviews come out, because I'm not taking any more chances from... I even have this game. I haven't played it. So that should tell you why I stand with that game. Um, and then we ended with Justin Bieber Justice. And that album was fire. Like, for Justin Bieber to come back, no type of promotion. Well, I don't know. I don't really follow... I don't think I follow Justin Bieber at all. But little to no uh, promotion put this album out and to have all this fire on it, I think it's just a huge testament to his talent. So that's about it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me a voice message, letting me know what you want, what you think of the show, and what you want to. I'm messing this whole outro up. And what you want me to talk about in the next episode? Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree, as it helps the show overall. Make sure to share this podcast, as this helps the show reach more people, so we can grow together and affect. Masses, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Notorious Mass Effect. It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted to turn your spare change into thousands of dollars? Well, that's where Acorns comes in. Acorns is a micro investing platform that does the saving and investing for you. You simply link a credit or debit card, and after each purchase, acorns will automatically round up the amount you spent to the nearest dollar then it will take that change no matter how small the amount and funnel it into your investment portfolio that's tailor made for you there are no deposit or account minimums to maintain no commission fees and no penalties when withdrawing funds download the acorns app on your mobile app store to start turning your spare change into generational wealth today.